Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Everybody, welcome to the show. I would like to say that it's a sunny Alberta day, but it is not. Yep, it's cloudy. I look out my window and I still see snow. Welcome oh. to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta. Welcome to Psychic Cow. Okay. Hello, ghost. <laughs> Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful okay. con. Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, right, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy. Welcome to Psychic. Okay. Are we okay now? Are the ghosties done messing with the radio show? Dun, dun, dun. I'm just waiting. So when the intro started replaying on my studio, <laughs> that's not what it said was happening. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mercury's in retrograde. Woo, woo. Okay, okay, ghosties, I'm going to talk now, you guys get to be quiet, do we have a deal? Let's hope, okay, (laughs) why do you believe what you believe? I've been um, really pondering our belief systems and beliefs for the last few months, actually, In fact, I bought this really awesome book that's got like, I don't know, 800 really fat pages. Anyways, it's a really big book. It's probably about three inches thick. My teenage boys were like, whoa, you're really going to read that, Mom? Gave me a little street cred there, a ranch cred. I don't know. And so... It's called The Science of Mind, and it's the complete edition. And it is so fascinating, but it's a little intense. I can only read pieces at a time while I go ponder all the stuff that it is expressing. Um, I I realize it's the basis of the metaphysics classes I took to get my bachelor's degree in metaphysics. This is probably the textbook they use to um, jump off from create that learning because I see I see the stuff in here and it's really really interesting um, one of the big things that I, it's talking about is beliefs and how at the end of the day we are all connected and we may not all believe the same thing 
but we all believe versions of the same thing. Now, that can get complicated, or you can try to keep it simple. I'm working on trying to keep it simple, <laughs> but I don't know. In my work, I, I don't even know if I should call it work because I really do enjoy it, but I get to meet totally fascinating people from all over the place, and we often end up in the energy of their belief systems. And we are so mean to ourselves that we can believe things are true that are not. But we believe it. Either someone told us when we were young, some of these beliefs get threaded in our energy when we're young and we don't know not to believe what someone else is telling us because, you know, we're conditioned and trained to believe that, you know, an adult knows better and if they say that we are not good at sports, we're obviously not good at sports. I always believed I was completely not athletic. Now, group sports, I'm not. It's not that I'm not athletic. It's the energy of it that I don't jive with, and it's not good for me. But, you know, get me on a horse or racing across the pasture to cut off a cow, pretty athletic, So, which is true. These things can distort us. So how do we work through this? The same thing I always say, get to know who you are. That is also the premise of this book, The Science of Mind. We are here to figure out who we are in this expression of ourselves. With this personality, this experiences, all of it. It's all part of figuring out who we are. And so as I work through this book, it tells me that if I, you know, understand the concepts, my life will be more peaceful. I will be able to understand the laws. I don't even like that word laws, though. The tenets of divinity and the tenets of being in this world, working with nature. And so I'm pretty excited. Don't worry. I'll keep you filled in on on the way. Because if I figure it out, I will absolutely share it. It um, really validates a lot of the things I've been thinking about, you know, how we need to simplify, how we need to just slow down sometimes because we are distracted by everything. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Now, beliefs that we have don't make sense. Why would, why would it make sense for me to believe I'm not athletic when I, when I am? Well, sometimes if I believe I'm not athletic and no one picks me for the sports team, that serves me, doesn't it? Oh, well, they're not picking me because I'm not athletic. Or they're not picking me because they're jerks and I don't play their jerky game. Not interested, Right. Two different perceptions there. Neither is wrong. The, the key is figure out who you are. I mean, let's be real. I'm, I'm not athletic in group sports. Don't pick me for your baseball team. Don't pick me for your curling team. I've tried. Had to have some alcohol. They never asked me back. So weird. I mean, I'm a great cheerleader, 
I'm good at that. But the the individual sports, like if I'm riding my horse, if I I'm good at archery, I'm good at shooting things. When I only have to rely on me, it's the team thing that I'm not the best at. Not in sports. Um, group stuff I can do as long as I'm prepared for my because energies can get all complicated and convoluted for me because I am so in tune with energies. But these are things I have learned about me over the years. I mean, I'm, I'm 50 this coming birthday, so I've had a lot of time to try to figure this out, right? <laughs> but I urge you to figure out the same. Don't necessarily believe what you're told. Figure it out for yourself. It's like when I do readings. I can tell you what I see to help you and guide you, but I am never going to tell you exactly what to do. I will give you suggestions, and you can take them or not. But I, I would never say it's a straight line. Oh, this is what you have to do. This is what you need. To, this is going to, no, this is a straight line. You have to do this. Because that's not our world. We're curvy. You can get another piece of information and be like, oh, this will work. A good reading gives you signposts, gives you guides, but never gives you clear cut. You do have to do this or else a direction. Not who we are. We are making our own decisions and our own way. And if it's not working, find a different way. I do love superstitions. I do. They make me smile. There's certain things that I'm totally superstitious about and you won't change my mind. Because <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, this superstition is enhancing my life, not harming my life, and I don't want to take the chance. No, no, no. That's a personal choice. Personal choice. Do you have some of those? So much fun. I was trying to Google unusual beliefs, and I found some crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Um, just Google unusual beliefs, and you'll be, you'll be entertained for hours. Because a belief is an assumed truth, right? Hence, everything is a belief. We create beliefs to anchor our understanding of the world around us. So true, right? Once we have formed a belief, we tend to preserve and stick with that belief. Until we find something else to replace it with. So one of the questions is, how do we know something is always true? Well, we don't, actually. With all the crazy, chaotic energy in the world, truth has become so subjective. Alternative facts, anyone? Alternate facts, alternative facts? Not sure. This blows my mind. Blows my mind. 
Okay, I was going to share those fascinating beliefs. Now I can't find them. See, Mercury retrograde is just messing with my computer and the radio show today. Huh. I'm just going to call it the ghosties. They're just hanging out. I found so many dimes this week. So many dimes. Thank you. Never ceases to bring a smile when I find a dime in an unusual place or all of a sudden it's there for me to like step over and I know for sure it wasn't there before. Seriously makes me happy. I believe they are messages from our crossed over loved ones, angels, helpers. I believe that. So um, I did tell my friend I was going to talk about this a little bit today. <laughs> I'm helping my friends through a messy situation. And we're finding humor in a lot of it because, of, I mean, we roll our eyes a lot. But it's interesting when so they're, they're, someone leaves a relationship, but they expect to be treated the same way. I know. You almost rolled your eyes at that too, didn't you? Like this person doesn't really seem to grasp the concept of accountability or responsibility for the choices that he made. And he keeps struggling and trying to project his stuff onto his family. And no. And he's trying to use New Age words sometimes and, of course, they tell me about it, and I get a little ruffled because I'm like, really? You're going to play in my arena? Honey, I do not think you're equipped. I'll get on my horse and just run you over. And so I do get bristly, though, when there comes with some new age information, a spiritual arrogance. Well, I'm into this stuff. So I know better than you, and I know that you're just angry and that you should go for counseling because I know better. Do you, though? Do you know better? If you were going to advise other people on how to live their life, I suggest you make sure you're looking at your own clearly. Are you accepting responsibility? I understand the law of cause and effect. It's not a law just because it's a law. It's a natural law, a law of nature. Every time you do something, there's an effect. There's a cause, and then there's an effect. We don't always like what the effect is, but it's still there. You don't get to pick and choose, right? You walk out on your family just after Christmas, there's going to be some effects that you're not going to like. And if you can't take responsibility and accountability, you're just digging yourself a hole. You just are. And so with the law of cause and effect, I realize that if I say something to somebody, I cannot guarantee they're going to understand what I mean. Unless, of course, they're 
highly tuned energy psychics like myself. But that's not usually the case. And sometimes I have to explain more or they just don't want to hear it. Hey, how many times have people been extra sensitive in the last month or so? I'm hearing this from everybody, and it's true. And it's not that we're extra sensitive because we just feel like being that way. It's the energy of the world right now. And so you have to really take a good look at the law of cause and effect. You say something, it's going to have an effect. The words are the cause. The reaction is the effect. And if you don't like what effect it's created, it's kind of too bad. You have to just deal with it. It's how it is. And you can resist all you want, but at some point you need to just look at yourself clearly. Look at your shadow side. So let's be real. Sometimes we say things hoping for an effect, and that effect's not always positive. Or we know that the effect is probably not going to be positive, but we do it anyway. That's not good or bad, right or wrong, but it is what it is, right? And you deal with the consequences. And it's okay. It doesn't make you a horrible person. But you do have to look at yourself a little more honestly than you may be willing Make sure you're grounding your energy. Make sure you are working your best to have clear communication. It's happened so much in this last week where I was communicating something with somebody and it got misconstrued. And I'm like, wait a minute, sorry. I feel like that that's, that was misunderstood. Can I start over? How about like this? And that's okay. People are not always deliberately trying to be a jerk. Sometimes it's their beliefs, their perception that messes things up. Not everybody has the same view of the world. We have to show compassion but have really big boundaries. And I'm not even talking about the big belief systems, you know, the religion, the politics. I'm not going there on this show. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. I'm not brave enough. Not even kidding. Not brave enough. And I don't have enough of a um, confidence in my understanding of it to go there. So I'm opting out. I am researching, though. I am fascinated by it all. We all do what we do for a reason. We always have a reason. Always, always, always. You don't do things without them. We may not share our reason. We may not like what our reason is. When we get to reflect upon the cause and effect part, we may realize, ooh, that was a bad reason, or maybe I should have, could have made a different choice there. But the bottom line is we all do what we do with a reason. There's always one. Being willing to look at that, honestly, openly, is not comfortable. 
but it is enlightening. We need to be looking at our shadow sides. You don't have to tell anybody. I share some of my shadow stuff here, but I don't share all of it. That'd be foolish. Be careful who you trust, right? I've trusted some of my insecurities and shadow sides to people that I thought had my back, and it turned out they didn't. turned out, you know, that whatever was going on with them, they made different choices and betrayed, whether consciously, unconsciously, doesn't matter. All that matters is what you feel about it, and then you make your decisions and have big boundaries. I mean, there's just, oh, so weird. Okay. I energetically keep protecting my business. I keep it cluttery with, like, papers and, and information that I use all the time. It's not clear organized like I usually have it, like I prefer it. But something about it, I feel I need to protect my businesses, and I'm keeping it all cluttery as a protection. Any of you doing that in your life? Clutter is a protection. Weight is a protection. As I was looking for something today, <laughs> I'm like, wow, I've let this get really cluttered. That's not usually like me. Why do I feel this need to protect it so much? And so I will be meditating and working through that energy later today because obviously something's bugging me, right? Energetically, something's up. Notice what you notice. So somewhere in there, subconsciously, I believe someone's trying to sabotage or somebody wants my business or somebody wants me not to succeed. Are you that somebody? Are you the person who wants someone else not to succeed? Let's be real, we're human. We can see someone doing amazing things that we would like to be doing and we get that jealousy energy and we send out psychic attacks and we're all cranky about it because we feel like we can't do it or whatever we have going on in our own energy. But break it down. Is it that you can't do it or is it that you actually don't want to? What are you willing to sacrifice to get what they got? Because you don't actually know for sure what they sacrificed. All you're seeing is this end result that to you may look glamorous and they look happy and you want to be them, but do you know what they did to get there? This is coming up a lot simply because following your big dreams, you can't just wave a magic wand and, and make them happen. That's not how the universe works. You have to figure out and make it happen somehow. And it's all personal how you make things happen. But then you have to decide, do you want it? Like I talked about, you know, I had tons of readings and they all thought I should, you know, become a speaker because I'm good at presenting stuff and I'm good at connecting with people and I'm good at helping people understand things. But I don't want to leave my ranch. So I could sit here and look at a successful speaker and be jealous 
and send psychic attacks. But really, at the end of the day, am I willing to sacrifice or do what they're actually doing? Do I want to go spend tons of time in hotels? No, I actually don't. So I want what I perceive to be something, but when I break it down into its pieces and how I can make it happen, I'm not willing to do that. That's something for you to decide for yourself. That was a big one for me. Because, you know, when I look at people in my industry doing things that I admire, I see the trajectory that they have taken, and I'm like, oh, that would be good. I think I'd like to do that. Until I actually sat down with myself and broke it down. And then I'm like, oh, huh. I'm really glad they're doing it, but it turns out I actually don't want to. That may change. I get to keep my options open. So where do my beliefs fit in this? I believed I could do it. Absolutely. I believed it would be, I would be successful. Absolutely. I also believe, though, that it would be easy and painless. And when I broke that part down, I'm like, oh, yeah. Maybe that can go on hold for a while. <laughs> It's really hard to go, you know, do speaking gigs on tour if you don't want to leave your ranch. doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. Speaking of ranch, I've been waiting and waiting for my diva longhorn cow to have her baby. Hi, Annabelle. Today your day? Doesn't seem all that interested in uh, popping out a baby. Maybe. I'm just waiting for her to walk closer and see if there's a kink in her tail. It's usually a sign they're going to have a baby. She's so beautiful. I don't have any recent pictures of her. She poses so amazingly. No, no kink in her tail. Doesn't seem like today would be the day. going to make sure I have time for our meditation today. So the meditation I am planning for today is to do with belief systems, and we are going to do a journey where we are going to integrate a belief. And I am going to pick something when it's time. Something like, um, I believe, I, I haven't quite sorted that out because I'm tuning into the energy of everybody listening so I can get a clear one that will help.
I think it's going to be courage to live your life. Courage to live your life. How about courage and confidence in your life? Ooh, I like that. So we're going to do a journey today to um, energetically tune you into personal courage and confidence to live your life. Excellent. That feels really good. Okay. So... I want you to think a moment. What is the weirdest or strangest belief you've heard? Or superstition, we could go there. I mean, we all love superstitions, right? I have weddings on the brain because it's wedding season, wedding booking season for me. So I'm pretty busy with that. And there's a lot of superstitions that surround weddings. So it always makes me smile because it's such a cool event. You're celebrating love, you're getting together, there's lots of good feelings. And so the superstition part always pops up. And, you know, if we look in our history, marriage has tons of superstitions and beliefs. Tons, right? Pretty fascinating. Sorry, I'm just watching Annabelle. When she has her baby, I will make sure I put a picture on the show page, too, because it's going to be so cute. So cute. Um, this big, huge book that I'm reading, um, the original was written in 1926 and then expanded in 1938. And when I picked it up off the shelf to, you know, Page through it, the first stuff I came up across in the Science of Mind book was about psychics, it's real people. This book says so. And I liked how they explained it, and I liked the energy and the clarity of it, that it is a real thing, that is not, they, they even say in the book, we are not going down this, we are not going to get debate about this. But science has never been able to prove that energy connection is not real. I knew that it was the book for me. (laughs) Because I struggled trying to explain why I can do what I do, right? I don't know. It's just part of who I am. And everybody has intuition or instinct, right? You can use instincts. Intuition sounds too woo-woo for you. And we're all able to tap into this. Where the catch can be is trusting the information you get. Because you don't want to fall in the trap of having somebody else direct your life. And this does happen whether it's someone you're taking classes from who's teaching you new age stuff, whether it's, you know, someone that is, you know, older than you and it's taking care of you, 
Like you, you have to be cautious about that and know your own self again. I'll never stop repeating that. I was actually hoping that my magic would just open the book up to something really cool that I could share with you. It's crazy. All the stuff that it talks about is totally fascinating. I know, I keep getting distracted today because I really want Annabelle to have a calf. Mm-hmm, I do. I've been waiting and waiting. And pretty, pretty princess. Oh, I'm not sure what she's waiting for either. Here's something. We all have psychic capacities, but they should never be forced. For it is only when the subjective comes to the surface while in a normal state that a normal psychic power is produced. There you have it. Our ability to help heal each other can be called a psychic energy. There's even a law of psychic phenomena. Seems like something I need to get to uh, work through and understand. We can all tune into the universal mind. That's where the energy is all available to us. You can call it whatever name you want. You can call it God. You can call it Great Spirit. But we all have access to it. We just have to figure out how to trust the information and what it truly means to us. All right, so here we go. It's time for our guided meditation. Shake up your energy if you need to. Have a drink of water. Get comfortable. And so it's about the last 22 minutes of the show, the guided meditation is, if you're driving and you need to come back to it or at work, whatever it is. Okay. Here we go. Becoming aware of breathing. Just notice it for a few moments. Take these moments to gently whew, to gently take a nice breath in and out. Waves of uncertainty are coming through right now, so let's just shake up our energy a bit, and we're going to start again. I would like you to become aware of your breathing. Just notice it for a few moments. Take these moments to gently focus on the breath. Then, let's take three big, deep breaths as deeply as possible, beginning to release and then letting go. These are the breaths that signal it's time to go within. As the normal Natural breathing begins occurring. 
Imagine a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around. Wafting around head, neck, and shoulders. And with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around, there's a gently and easily releasing and a letting go feeling. Going on. Becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Circling around through the chest, a warm and nurturing feeling as the breeze continues to comfort, down both arms, hands, and fingers releasing and letting go. with every breath taken, perhaps there may begin to be some wondering. Is it a breathing of the breeze, or is the breeze breathing me? With every breath, the breeze continues circling around through the mid-back and around through the solar plexus. Every breath drifting deeper now. The gentle sensations of the warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through the belly, releasing and letting go. Because 
becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. The breeze continues moving around, around thighs, knees, calves, ankles, and around through the feet now. And with every breath, becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm and at ease, being at one with the breeze, and the breeze still gently, easily, moving all around and all through. So that at five, four, three, two, one, zero, deep, deep, deep asleep. As the door of imagination opens, sensing a different path forming just outside the boundary of a very beautiful and secure place. Your curiosity arises, sparking a decision to move from your beautiful, secure place and follow that path. With any or all of the senses, finding a forest full and rich. Beside a stream, the path meanders. What's it like following this path? When the path splits, there's a sense to choose. Would it be left or would it be right? And around the corner, finding the inner blacksmith shop, you enter and look around. Anything can be created in this place of strength. A forge stoked with a blazing fire. The coals glow red hot to beautiful white ash. The hammer and anvil are for heavy-duty recreation. No matter how embedded, the inner blacksmith shop has the power to transform. Exactly what needs to be removed. First comes the declaration to transform insecurity and reforge into confidence. Imagine the reforging process beginning. We're going to transform insecurity and reforge it into confidence. Removing the dross and the sludge, 
scraping it off with the shop tool. The dross flakes off, more and more removing it all, removing the sludge, removing the crud, removing the dirt, a flooding sense of relief, getting rid of all that crud. It comes off in gobs, collecting it all on the anvil. The anvil is hot, and all that sludge becomes more molten. A smash and smash of the hammer with the force-heated energy, making it take a new shape, grabbing it in the tongs and plunging it into the flame. As it comes out of the fire, it has taken the shape of an image of what signifies confidence to you. image, could be a feeling, could be a color. Clenched in the tongs, visualize or imagine the image of plunged again and again into the flaming fire. It heats up, heats up and begins to burn, soar, burn, and glow red hot. Pumping the bellows, air whooshes into the fire, making the fire hotter and hotter. Intense coals glow bright red. Flames of the fire burn heat, soften the image. The image becomes soft and pliable. White ash arises, lifting the forged metal out of the fire, and it vibrates with a glowing red heat straight to the hammer and anvil to beat the pliable piece into shape. Back into the flame, hotter and hotter. Back on the anvil, the hammer pounds to reshape. Remake, white ash and layers of crud flake off. This iron is remade into the image of confidence for you. The strong image of confidence is becoming created. This new image is plunged into the barrel of cool, clear water. Thick white smoke rises, obscuring sight. As the smoke clears and comes up out of the cooling water, the new image has been transformed into gold. It shines forth. Forged anew with pride, let the new image stand up for the renewed strength within and claim this to be so. This new image that stands for confidence will also have the effect of creating courage. As you integrate this new image and this new energy of confidence and courage into all your being, Let it be so. 
courage and confidence to know who you are. The courage and confidence to know what you stand for. The courage and confidence to recognize yourself and love yourself unconditionally. You got this. the courage and the confidence to be you. The courage and confidence to recognize how strong you are how loved you are and how you are needed in this world. And now, with the feeling of this journey being complete, Recognize all the good energies of these images and the wonders of imagination. And now to reinforce the transformation and all the positives at zero. And now coming back up and out at one with a deep cleansing breath in and release. Two, three, four, Five, eyes open wide awake and say your name out loud. Eyes open wide awake and say your name out loud. If you felt a little energy during that meditation, because I did reinforce for all of those of you that wanted it, again, nobody can mess with your energy unless they, you let them and give them permission. the energies of courage and confidence as a download. (laughs) Only if you wanted it. And now I advise you just to shake up your energy a little. Enjoy some water, some good food. Courage and confidence is very important for us to navigate our world right now. Helps us be compassionate, helps us have those boundaries. Helps us be who we're meant to be. And who knows what that looks like. Personal for everybody. Not everybody's meant to be a cattle rancher, but I sure do love it. What's your thing? Who do you want to be? Who are you? Maybe you're already amazing, but you're conditioned yourself not to recognize it. Everybody that I get to work with is amazing. And most of the time, they don't see it. But I get to help them see it in a different perspective. And that is delightful. So I'm going to sign off and continue on my gloomy day. But hopefully some baby calves happen to brighten it up. And I'll keep you filled in on my progress on the Science of Mind book. Google it if it intrigues you at all 
and I wish you a fabulous rest of the day. Hey, April's almost over, isn't it? I think our next show will be in May. Try not to giggle because my dog is laying on his big pillow snoring. I know, pretty awesome. Pretty sure I hear some cats snoring too. They know how to enjoy a gloomy day, that's for sure. I should take some lessons. All right, well, enjoy, and I will be back next week. Lots of hugs. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L dot com.